And I find with you sometimes when you can write down your points and then sit there and show them to me, I think you feel better. I love a good list. I think you, you get your list done and you show me your points and maybe I don't agree with all of them or I want to tweak something, but I think just the fact you've written it out and you've gotten it out there in the universe, you feel so good. <laughs> Are you making fun of me? No, I'm not. I'm just saying you do feel good. Hey guys, it's Jamie Scrimger here, second wife, stepmom of three and mom of one. And you're listening to my podcast where we talk about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. If you're ready for raw and real conversations and are striving to live your very best life, then you are in the right place. Every week, I'll provide you with tips and strategies and mindset shifts to inspire you to live your own version of a kick-ass life while bringing you along as I create my own. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. So Darren is back today. Hello, Darren. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Just to give you guys some context, it is seven in the morning. We're trying to get this podcast recorded before the kids get out for school. It is actually the first day. Well, it's Reese's first day of school today. And so the day that this podcast comes out, it's actually going to be the first day of the second week of school, but is actually the first day of us having the kids for a full week. Like it's our week on with the kids. So it's the second week of school, but our first week with the kids for school. Does that make sense? Yes. So in this episode, we want to talk about what we are going to do differently this school year. Darren and I have been talking a lot about Last year, what worked, what didn't, what we can do to improve on things. So we thought we would share it with you guys because that's just what we do. You excited, Darren? I'm excited. You're excited? Are you excited for the school year? Are you excited to get this podcast over with? Or what are you really excited about? All the above. <laughs> All right. So, you know what? Let's just dive right in and talk about, like, actually, what do you think? what do you think we did well last year during the school year? Well, our schedule was pretty intense, and I think just getting through it, we did well. So it was just kind of like <laughs> we survived? Yeah, I think we did well. We had a lot of extracurricular activities. We had a lot going on on weekends. Uh, we, we seemed to be able to make time for ourselves, so I think we did a decent job there. I mean, at times when you're in the middle of it, it seems like nothing's going right, but I think we did not a bad job. Really? like I really look back on last year and feel like it was a shit show. Well, yeah, in the middle of it, but I don't know. I think we got through it. We got everything done. We had a lot of, uh, ex again, a lot of extracurriculars, uh, kids working. Yeah. So know. we have, so for anyone who's new to the podcast, so the kids range in age from four all the way to 16, five, not Darren's like, yeah, she's actually five, five all the way to 16, almost a 17. So we have two boys in travel hockey, Reese plays hockey. My stepdaughter has a job. She's in tons and tons of sports with school. Like the schedule is crazy. So yeah, I think, you know, we did the, I don't know if we did the best we could do, but we, we did. Okay. Yeah. I think we could definitely organize it better than we did. But again, I feel I got to a lot of events. You were a big help with transportation and uh, you did your best to get to events and anchor down the household. Yes, that's true. I did actually feel like last year I was a bit of a chauffeur. That's I felt like my job as a stepmom was just to drive people around. 
Yeah, it seemed like that. I, I felt the same way, you know, in the evening. You don't spend time with the kids like we used to. We end up driving them to an event, picking another one up, then going back and picking the other one up. But it does feel like you're a taxi. Yeah. Or an Uber driver. Yeah. I wish I made money though. Um, all right. So we are going to dive into the things that we are going to do differently this year. So we have, like I said, been talking a lot about this, about just systems that we can put in place to do things better because that's the thing, right? You have to, I think it's important to look back on your life and say, okay, what's working? What's not like, how can we do things better? How can we improve things? Because you know, that's the only way you're ever going to get anything changed. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So let's dive in. The first thing is, is the communication piece with the kids. I will say this is the one thing that really drove me nuts last year. I felt like I was so out of the loop about what's going on with the kids. And I don't think it was intentional. I feel like the kids would message you after school and say, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Or can I do this? Or, you know, get permission on something. And then they wouldn't come home or it wouldn't be communicated to me. So I didn't know what was going on or like they would say, Oh, dad said I could do it after I said no. So we just, I feel like there was a bit of a breakdown in what was going on with the kids. So we're going to improve on that this year. That went both ways. There'd be times I'd be at work and I'd call one of the kids and say, I'm going to come and get you or we're doing this. And Oh, Jamie's looked after it. We're going to, uh, or I'm over at a friend's place or I've talked to Jamie and I was out of the loop in that case. Did it make you mad? Not really. I never got mad. I know, but I, just, I think I, I didn't know. You know what? I think this is actually a situation where the stepmom feels like maybe extra sensitive about this kind of stuff because I felt like it was, I was good enough till I wasn't, or, um, I was just not being included cause I wasn't important, but that's not the case. I think we get a little too sensitive because you didn't get upset. It's just, I think that happens with all parents. Yeah, I, I don't think it had anything to do with being a stepmom or not a stepmom. I think that's the way kids are. Sometimes they talk to one parent and they get an answer and they go with it. Now, that being said, I do think sometimes the kids would ask me something. And that could just be our personalities because I'm more likely to say, yeah, no worries. Just go do it. Sometimes you're like, well, we've got this going on. It's not going to fit in. We can't squeeze it in. Would that be true? Yeah, because you just say yes all the time. Like Not necessarily. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I do think that the kids know that you'll say yes or um, are more apt to, you're just a little more easygoing. Yeah. And sometimes I, but again, I'm not necessarily saying that. I think sometimes if they can get hold of me, they do. Or if it's because I'm picking them up, sometimes I, I noticed it was the the child that I would be picking up would ask me if they could do this and I'd say yes, but then you wouldn't know about it. So anyway, what are we going to do better? We've started a joint group chat. We, yes. So we have a group chat. So everyone's going to kind of ask what, you know, they put their requests in the group chat instead of sending each one of us an individual message. So everyone is in loop. Everyone knows what's going on. And you know what I have to say? When the group chat was created, my stepdaughter created it and she wrote Scrim Fam Jam with like a heart. That was the name of the chat. And that those are the little moments that really mean something to me as a stepmom because the first thing that I thought of was, well, she thinks of me as her family. And I know that she does think of me as her family. Like we've been family for seven years, but there are times where I feel like I'm just an outsider still. And that was just, I don't know. I liked that. 
Yeah, it looks good. Let's just hope it works. Yeah, let's just hope it works. All right. So the group chat, we are yeah, really working on communication and just kind of everyone being on the same page this year, because like I said, that was an issue last year. On that note, we're also going to get back on track with the Sunday night scheduling or planning. Like we used to on Sunday nights, just kind of check in look at each other's schedule, see who's doing what with the kids, figure out kind of what the week was going to look like. Meal plan, that kind of, well, I meal plan, you didn't meal plan, but just figure out what, what was going down for the week. And I feel like that makes or breaks our week. It, you know, if we go in feeling a lot more organized, I feel like it's a lot more smooth sailing. So are you in on the Sunday check-in? I just added I'm that in to on it because I also think it's less costly because then we don't eat out. A lot of times if we have an extracurricular, you and I will talk at three o'clock, say, oh, so-and-so's got this, so-and-so's got that. Why don't I pick up dinner? Yeah, that's true. If I'm not prepared for dinner, we end up getting, we did a lot of takeout last year. Yeah. So I think it's a great idea. Well, you know what you could do? You could make dinner. <laughs> That would be really helpful. Yeah. Well, should I add that to the list? Yeah. I like to barbecue. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we're going to do that check-in. It really kind of, when you go into the week with a plan, it, everyone just knows what they're going to do, what the expectations are, and you just kind of know what's going on. The other thing that we used to do in this nightly plan, and this was especially true before the kids would come, like before our week on we would talk about how we're going to address any issues that are coming up with the kids. Like everyone's going through different stages. So, you know, say maybe you have a kid who has a little more attitude or maybe someone who isn't great at communicating. Like we would talk ahead of time, like how we're going to address these behavioral issues, even like any of the kids. And when you go into that with a plan and feeling like you're on the same page, that also helps. And it it kind of prevents that emotional reaction. So we're going to try to do that again this year as well. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. The next thing we've been talking about, and you know what, this is one of the things that I'm, I worry is going to fall off the rails, but I think we should really try to do it. Last year, date nights, we weren't as great at date nights last year. We didn't have a lot of alone time last year. And I think actually that's where a lot of our problems stem from because we weren't feeling as connected with each other because we didn't have that one-on-one time. Like it wasn't, there was always, it was always about the kids. Yeah, I think every weekend there was something going on with the kids. I also think too, with Reese, we we didn't take as much time away. You know, we seemed to bring her on our little date afternoons, or if we would go up north for a night away, we often brought her on a lot of those. Do you not agree? Yeah, and the kid was in our bed. Like- yeah, and we have her. You know, we're working on that, but she's you know pretty much ending up in our bed every every night. Yeah. So in terms of alone time and like, you know, reconnecting with each other, there wasn't a lot of that last year. I feel like it was all kid centered and it it becomes difficult when, you know, she's five. So you have to get a babysitter and we don't have, you know, family around to help us out with, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's arranging a babysitter, getting that figured out. Um, so I think we need to get better at that. But what we were kind of troubleshooting around is having coffee together in the morning, kind of like we're doing right now before everyone wakes up, taking that time, kind of starting our day together, just even it's like 15 minutes to have our coffee and tea together in the morning. I worry though, that we're just going to press snooze and it's not going to happen. Yeah, that could happen. Yeah. But do you want to have coffee with me in the morning or yeah, do you I, think I, that's a realistic no, goal? No, I do. I, I, it would be nice to start our day off like that. Cause I do think that the like, mornings are very intense. So if we have a few minutes to relax and get our 
get ourselves together before the day starts. I think that's a wonderful and have a few moments to talk about the day, what's going on. Yeah, because, uh, but I do think often people will set these unrealistic goals on how they're going to do things better and it just doesn't fit in with their schedule. But I do really, really want to make this a priority because I do find when you and I are good and connecting and having alone time together, everything just is better. I just, all the extra stress doesn't actually affect me the way it can affect me because it's worth it because you're the reason why I'm a stepmom in the first place, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all you. Well, and also too, part of that doing it in the morning, I don't know. Doing what in the morning? Our, <laughs> yeah. Um, our uh, coffee is what I was referring to, but uh, it is difficult sometimes during the day for us to have a nice conversation because you'll call me and I'll be in the middle of something and say, okay, is it important? I only have, you know, 30 seconds and you'll say, no, no, I just want to say hello or chat for a minute. And then I'll call you back and you'll be like, would you have anything to say? And you'll be, I'm writing right now. Or I'm doing something or I'm on a call. And so if we don't get it done, it's sometimes difficult to do it during the day. Yeah. And then when it comes to the nighttime, I fall asleep super early. So you know, we don't get to connect at all. The other thing is, is often I will call you and it's important to me. And I think it's a big deal and it's in your mind, not a big deal at all. That often happens with the kids. Like you, I may think maybe things are more, of a big deal than you are when it comes to like behavioral stuff or, you know, miscommunications and stuff like that. You, you can definitely look at the big picture more than me. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> you like to micromanage, whereas I look at more of a macro overview of everything. Well, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just using it as an example. <laughs> Great. So I just need to interrupt this podcast super quickly because I want you to be the first to know about a live online event that Darren and I are hosting. So on October 1st, we are doing a live webinar all about how to manage different parenting styles in a blended family. So as you may or may not know, Darren and I have completely different parenting styles when it comes to, yeah, parenting. Things that he thinks are a big deal, I think aren't and vice versa. We have different opinions about rules and consequences and how much kids should have to pay for on their own and responsibilities around the house and, you know, attitude, disrespect, the list goes on. So if you and your partner are not on the same page or even in the same book when it comes to parenting, you want in on this webinar. We're going to talk about dad guilt, divorce guilt. We're going to answer questions and we're going to share how we have learned to address different parenting styles so that we can show up and parent as a team. Now, this is not some webinar with quote unquote experts sitting here telling you all these fluffy tips. We've been in the trenches. We know how hard it is. We know the toll that it can take on a marriage. And we want to share what we've done to come out on top. So you can find all the details for the webinar at www.jamiescrimger.com forward slash live webinar, which I've also linked in the show description, but just a heads up space is limited. So be sure to grab your ticket. All right, let's get back to the episode. Okay. So the next thing, number four is we are going to support each other's workouts. And that sounds kind of like a fluffy thing to add to the list. But again, when we're both working out, we're both getting all of that in, we are in a better headspace. It just, you know, you, you are, that's just how it is. You have to work out, you have to blow off steam, make your health a priority. But again, you know, we can have during the winter, 12 hockey games and practices in a week. 
Like that's not, that's not unheard of with all the kids in hockey and stuff, plus other sports. Like it is insane. So often, you know, people will say, well, you can always find time to work out. And yeah, that's true. But sometimes it feels like there really isn't time when it comes to work and, you know, getting the kids to where they need to be. And sometimes you're just really tired. So this year we've talked about just saying like, Hey, when are you needing to get your workout in? What do you, you know, what do you need for me to make that happen? And I would really like to see us support each other in that and just encourage each other. Like even those nights when we're, you know, just say, you know, I was going to go for a run, but I just want to go to bed, like just pumping each other up to go, to go make that actually happen. Cause it, we do show up in a better way when we're doing that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Workouts are great. I think you clear your mind. And when you're feeling better about yourself, you're less irritable and you're happier. And I think it's very important. And again, yeah, I know it's hard for us to find the time. There's a lot of evenings where I come home from work and I mean, I don't stop running kids around or doing extra things till eight or nine o'clock. And I don't feel like working out at that point, but yeah, some encouragement might, you know, Hey Darren, go for a jog. I might do that. Or again, after our coffee in the morning, I could go in the morning. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea because I find if I get my workout in the morning, my day goes a whole lot better. And then I don't feel like it's kind of like hanging over me. Maybe we can go for a jog together when we have the kids and they can hang out with Reese in the morning. Yeah. As long as we have somebody to watch Reese, that would be great. Yeah. All right. So the next thing, and I think this is actually a big thing for me, I think, is you try and shield me from stress. You try and, you know, make me feel like everything's okay. And maybe there's things going on in the background that you don't let me know about. And it ends up being something that's actually stressful for me. Do you get what I'm saying there? Does that make sense? Yeah, it's true. But sometimes I think, is it worthwhile when maybe the full outcome of what I'm dealing with from a stress standpoint hasn't happened? It's just something I'm worrying about. So why were you at that point? I think I do bring it up when it becomes a, a, a large issue or, or there's a decision that needs to be made or something's going on that's going to materially affect us. I do, I do always let you know, but I think sometimes I will hold back on letting you know some of the dialogue going on, say with my ex or some of the things I'm worried about with the kids because I might just be worrying and and it's not, and I don't want to bring any more stress into your life than you've already got. Yeah. And you have great intentions with that, but that sometimes will make me upset because I'll feel like, well, why aren't you approaching things as if we are a team together and I want to be in the loop so that I can help you navigate your way through it or we can navigate through it together. But that's definitely something that has come up. I think it came up more last year, just in that you were trying to protect me. And then when things got to be a bigger deal or I'd find out after the fact, I just wouldn't understand why I wouldn't be in the loop. But, and I know that's something that a lot of stepmoms deal with and something that I've really had to wrap my head around is what's your intention you know, your intention was never to not communicate with me. It was never to, you know, not be on, act like we're on the same team. You were just trying to protect me from unnecessary stress. And there was a time where it would make me upset, where I would feel just like I was out of the loop, but the intentions were good. So I think it always needs to go back to what is the intent? You know, were they intending to keep you out of it or were they, were they just trying to protect you? Yeah, I think that's very true. 
I don't want you to get wound up over something that I may never, never get come. wound. Yeah. <laughs> That's something that may never materialize. And I do try to sometimes if there's something going on, maybe not involve you right away in case it just goes away or it, it, it again, doesn't um, become an issue. And then sometimes you'll find out afterwards that, Oh, I was dealing with this. And you're like, well, why didn't you tell me? And uh, well, I thought I would just, you know, figure it out myself and, and then there would be no worries. Yeah. And it's because it's not like you're like, I'm not going to tell my wife because I don't look at her as an equal or she's not on this team or she's not, you know, their real parent. It's you're just, this is just the way you manage stress. There's no ill intent there. And I think that's where sometimes I would maybe take things a little more personally than I should. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's not that I don't want to tell you. It's just, I think. Well, kind of it is that you don't want to tell me sometimes because you don't want to make me upset. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, eventually I would tell you, or maybe there's a right time, right, right place. But again, I'm not purposely keeping anything from you or there's times too, sometimes, sometimes where I'm under stress and then you'll be, what's the matter? And I'll tell you. And you're like, well, why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, well, I didn't want to bring this stress on you as well. You know, because mm-hmm. it, it, it could be fine. It could just be me looking into this more than I should be. Yeah. And our ability to deal with stress, if we're being completely honest, you can deal with stress a lot better. Like a, like we were just saying, you have a can look at things from the big picture more than I can. I can get wound and then I come back around and can look at it from the big picture. But initially it does cause me more, more stress. So we do handle things in different ways. Yeah. And I also think sometimes, you know, thank you for that credit that I can handle it better. But I also think sometimes I ignore it or I bury my head in the sand a little bit and hope that it just goes away. That's and that's true. not always a good quality either, but I do do that sometimes. And, and you'll be again, why didn't you tell me? And I'm, well, I was really trying to ignore it and not <laughs> let it cause stress for us. Cause I've said that before. I don't want it to cause stress for us, but you, you can take that as a quote. Lots of times I've said that to you. So that's not always a good quality. And I guess I need to not do that. And if it is a big issue, let you in on it. But again, you know, I just try to shelter you from some of that. Yeah. So the recap on that is, you know, try not to shield your partner from the stress and let them know what's going on. But if maybe your partner doesn't communicate something with you as quickly as you would have liked, just think about their intent because it, it, I think often we take things a little bit more personally than we should. Aren't you proud I admitted that? I am. <laughs> now let's see if we can execute that. I know there's some things in this list that like we should definitely do like a recap at the end of school and be like, hey, how did the school year go? It's like, oh, well, it was a shit show again. Maybe we'll do a live video cast just to see if you actually execute on some of the stuff that you're saying. <laughs> yeah, we shall see. Okay, so the other thing we were going to do is is kind of like the Sunday night check-ins, but we are going to do monthly or quarterly check-ins. We haven't totally decided, but talking about the kids and the budget and just like checking in and kind of running our household, like almost like a business. Yeah. And just keeping each other aware of what's going on because there are certainly tasks that you take on and there's tasks that I take on. And sometimes we don't know how those are going until they're not going well or they're going really well. And wow, I didn't know that. And I do think that sometimes in partnerships, the mom or stepmom will feel like they're doing everything. Like there are times when I'm like, would someone unload the goddamn dishwasher? Like, I feel like I'm always the one doing the dishes or always the one doing the laundry or managing all the things with the kids in the household when 
we're not checking in with each other and you're actually doing just as much or more than I am, but it's things that are happening behind the scenes. Like just kind of communicating on all the things that are getting done. Like you do all the garbage, you manage everything with the house. Like you make sure the bills are paid. Like you make sure a lot of other stuff is done. That's also stressful, but it's easy when you're not checking in with your partner to just get wrapped up at how many things that you're doing and not looking at what's on their plate as well. And I think this brings back up a point that we've talked about in previous podcasts that this, that isn't necessarily a stepmom thing. That could be a, a, a mom and dad thing in general that mom feels like she's doing these jobs, dad's doing these jobs. And then we have conflict over, you know, I was doing all this and you're complaining that I didn't do this. I think that is, but I think where it's different with a step is that you're doing all those jobs and you maybe, like you've said in the past, don't get the hugs, the love that, you know, mm-hmm. stepchild running in the door to give you a big hug, you know, at the end, at the end of the day, yeah, you don't get that stuff necessarily. So at times you think, wow, I'm doing all this work, but I don't have that same relationship that uh, their biological mother would have with mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Or I maybe right? you, yeah, or maybe you do kind of get the hugs and that kind of stuff, but you are good enough until you're not. So you're good enough for all these chores and you're good enough for all the running around and the appointments and stuff. But then when it comes down to making decisions about parenting and parenting styles and consequences, you don't get the final say, right? Like you can be trumped. And I think that that's maybe where stepmoms feel like it's a bit different. It's like you're good enough until you're not. Like when it comes to Reese, you know, I do all of the same jobs as I do with my stepkids. But then when, you know, if something needs a decision needs to be made for Reese, I get to just make it like, yeah, yeah, that, I think that's where it's different. And I think we're also, um, with the older kids, we're into these teenage years where they're not necessarily around as much. They want to be with their friends more and more all the time. And so we're doing again, a lot of the work they come in and they make a mess in the kitchen and then they leave. And you know, it's not, like when they were 10 years old and they're just playing in the basement with their toys and you can say, get up here and you know, they've gone for the day. So you really are stuck doing it. And all of a sudden you don't see the kids as much, but you're doing all this work behind the scenes. Yeah. And I've said this, I don't love this stage of parenting. Like I miss when they were so like the teenage years, I find, you know, even though we have more freedom in terms of like they're off with their friends and kind of doing their own thing and forging their own way. I just miss when they were so small and we would have family movie nights or they would want to spend the day with us at the beach. Like I was going through our pictures and stuff from the summer and really like the older two spent a lot of time with their friends or working and kind of doing, I I just miss, I miss when they were just like little squishy kids. (laughs) Yeah. And they, you know, we, we did all those little day trips together. And so that's changed a lot too, where you're still doing often the cleanup and the work, but you're not having that time. Yeah. Movie nights. Now the older kids aren't that interested in watching what in general, a family movie is. They've got their own show on Netflix or, you know, they want to play video games or something different than what they did in the past. Or they're not even here. Or yeah, they're off with their friends now. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So we're kind of getting off a tangent, but basically we just kind of want to, well, I really just want to be, feel like we're a team again. I feel like we are, we're a team. I think we do great, but I do think we can do we can do better. Yeah. I think the key is we're both fairly organized. You know, we have to be in with the amount going on, but I think it's checking in with each other and knowing where each of us are on a more regular basis, I think, than we did last year. I think we were a lot of times getting things done, but we're flying by the seat of our pants. You and I were running by each other saying, hi, quick kiss. I'm off doing this. But I think now what we want to do is sort of step back and 
and our coffee in the morning is to say, how's the week going? You know, what are we doing today? What are we doing tomorrow? I think our Sunday is getting organized for meals, you know, looking at the kids' work schedule, looking at um, extracurricular schedule and sticking to that discipline. Mm -hmm. That's the key, sticking to it. Because this kind of stuff, like we have been doing this kind of stuff for a while and the weeks that we do this look completely different than the weeks that we don't. Yeah. And we feel good. We come home and, you know, we've had something in the slow cooker and it's a great meal. And, you know, instead of, you know, what are we doing for dinner and running around? And, and, and I think that just gives us some time together as well, because we sit down and have a nice dinner instead of running and grabbing subs or, Mm -hmm. you know, two of us going and, and, and eating out because we've got to go on a bus to a hockey game and, you know, the rest of the family at home eating, you know, we tend to try and time it so we can all be together. Yeah. And, you know, you do remind me, this is just a busy season. We are in a busy season in life and it's just all parents are feeling this way. It's not like we are the only ones who are feeling like we're flying by the seat of our pants sometimes. Like that's just a very, it's a very normal feeling for parents with kids this age. Yeah, absolutely. But again, it comes into the the step thing that, um, you know, sometimes you feel like you're doing all this this work, but not getting the, the same affection that I maybe get. Do you think I take things too personally? Sometimes I think you look into it more than you should. Is that just for step parent stuff? Or do you think that's in life in general? Like that's think, just my I think personality. Sometimes for step and a little bit of your personality. Um, but I think sometimes it's, it's the step parent thing because you'll say to me, you know, oh, I just don't feel the same affection from the older kids as I used to. And I'm thinking the same thing. I don't get the hugs anymore and I'm driving them around like that. And, you know, I try to anchor them down to have a movie night or something and it's far and few between now, you know, we are, I think we've had some great times with the kids this summer. We were able to have some good family time. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, but I I love that we can have these conversations. I love that we, that you entertain me when I'm like, how can we do things better? Let's write a list. Like let's do a podcast because I don't know. I think they're important conversations to have for everyone, like especially on this platform, but also just in any relationship. Like you need to be checking in with your partner. If you're not checking in, you're you're never going to get better at being married. And in marriage and parenting, it's hard. Like whether you're a step parent or not, I yeah. think you need to be deliberate about it. There needs to be some sort of a plan, or else you are going to just feel like you're a shit show. And I find with you sometimes when you can write down your points. And then sit there and show them to me. I think you feel better. I love a good list. I think you you get your list done and you show me your points and maybe <laughs> I don't agree with all of them or I want to tweak something. But I think just the fact you've written it out and you've gotten it out there in the universe, you feel so <laughs> good. Are you making fun of me? No, I'm not. I'm just saying you do feel good. I know I do. Hey, I, when I go to work and I write a task list and I can scratch off 10 of those tasks, it feels really good. Okay, good. All right. I thought you were maybe making fun no, of my I'm list not, there. No. It's just you. You 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 I think get a lot of satisfaction of putting down your points on paper. Yeah. So whether you put your points down on paper, whether you just have a conversation, whether you send your partner an email, like write them a letter, just you know, find ways to do things better this school year and just keep checking in with each other because that when you're not checking in, that's when things really fall off the rails. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast again, honey. You're welcome. You're done. Okay. Well, here's to a good day, everyone. Yeah. Okay, guys, if you like this podcast, please do me a little favor. 
Take a second and subscribe on iTunes and then screenshot this podcast, give it a share in social media and tell your friends what you think. And hey, don't forget to tag me so that I can thank you for helping me spread the word. Thanks so much. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you.